Hey everyone, promotion for this week is going to be short and sweet. If you live in the United States and you haven't gotten vaccinated yet, your assignment is to go and do that. There's a link in the description that will take you to vaccines.gov where you can find information on how to get vaccinated at a center near you. As far as I know, most everywhere in the States you should be able to get the vaccine, so it is a privilege to do so and I highly encourage you to do it at your earliest convenience. That's all, and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Previously on SCP Play. But we will turn our fangs and words to bone. Good job, Skylar. Wait, just to clarify, do I do I know who this is? It looks like Lucas. Who's yelled Bob? Who's what's happening? Uh, did you not feel Yeldaboth call you here? You can just call me Sakul. Some sort of portal he steps through and is gone. Miles, I'll promise right now that if he asks me to turn against this team, I promise I won't. I'll hold you to that. Ben, at this point, you decide to let down the igloo, I assume. Standing before you is a confused Bigfoot. So, Skylar, when we left off with you, Sakul had just stepped through a portal and left you. You are still in the middle of the woods, and you look around and see that the animals that had been surrounding the ritual circle that you just took part in um, are beginning to walk off, and a few of the wolves that were here. Um, should I use wolves? Are there wolves in Missouri? Piedmont? Coyotes? Coyotes, yeah. But we were coyotes there would be coyotes. More. Yeah, I'll, I'll say coyotes. The wolves came from far away. <laughs> we'll say that, okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, I guess coyotes literally makes the most sense, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. A few of the coyotes that were in the circle, um, start walking over to you. Um, and one of them, like, gently, like, licks at your hand. Just a, a approving, like, I'm following you kind of thing. Um, one of them is currently regrowing had been missing a tail and the other one is missing a front uh a front leg and your stubby little uh deadpool legs are starting to grow in um you notice that you still don't really have much feeling in them sort of similar to the sensation that you normally have uh when you're a mononongal and don't have legs so the coyotes and other animals they're like not hostile creatures not to you mm. okay so they're i have a feeling that they're gonna follow me around like ducklings is like that is that the sense i'm getting from them um just more of a sense of trust in you okay and i i can't currently walk right i'm just like uh you're i think we established last time whenever you're mononongle and you're just sort of staying in a generally same position uh you're normally pretty thick but your upper body is lighter so you're like hover flying okay just like gently flapping your wings okay i don't know where to go from here um okay that's fine um so one of them begins uh walking off uh into the forest in a certain direction and the other one uh like gently uh bites onto the 
uh, cuff of your sleeve and is like trying to direct you to to follow them. Okay. I'm also curious about the what's it called again? The pedestal but not a pedestal. Pulpit. Pulpit. Yeah. Pulpit. So like what is like the pulpit still there and like the book is still there? Yes. I would like to take the book with me. So I will walk up to the pulpit and like pick up the book and bring it back with me. Okay. Um, so you pick up the book, you uh, like close it and grab it off of the pedestal and you just hear a light groaning that comes from beneath the ground at this pulpit and it slowly lowers into the ground and is just swallowed up by the earth. But the earth, it looks like it's covered in grass, but it doesn't really look... Um, earthy you see that it's sort of flowing and in a more fleshy appearance ew okay and then are the animals like i guess i i'm curious if they're like waiting for me to make a move or are they just kind of like going about and going in the direction that they were so all the other animals that were in the circle like the raccoons um the bear uh several other carnivorous animals that had just come here uh to partake in whatever this ritual was uh they head off in their own directions and then the two coyotes are trying to direct you somewhere okay uh i will let them take me where they're trying to take me okay so they uh direct you not too far away from where you found this circle it actually is um nearby the cave outcrops that you uh, were exploring the day before as you uh, actually stumbled upon this uh, circle. And uh, they have a small little den that they're leading you into. And you can see that there's just like a little hay bed that they've uh, thrown together for you. And like they're they're ready to hunker down for the night there with you. Okay. Um, I turn to these coyotes and I ask them, Am I supposed to sleep here for the night? Uh, they are coyotes and don't understand what you say. <laughs> yes, but I'm like testing. They just like tilt, tilt their head and the, like the little ears perk up like, hmm? Okay. Ah, so you, you can't understand me. Okay. Ah, am I supposed to sleep here then? One of them is still like tugging gently at your sleeve. Um... Me feeling incredibly confused and hopeless decide to just nestle into the cave that they're leading me to because it's late and I haven't gotten uh, any rest from whatever happened during that night. Okay. You drift off to sleep for the night. Um, The two coyotes uh, cuddle up to you and just keep you warm. And uh, you awake to uh, the bright sun uh, shining through the opening of this little cave outcrop that they were sleeping in. The two coyotes are still there, just uh, heavily sleeping. And you have legs, and you feel these. And your mononongal wings and uh, claws and teeth have retracted, and you're just back to regular daytime, Skylar. 
Um, okay, so I am still curious about this book that I brought back with me, and I would like to take it out and investigate it further. Just, like, turn it over in my hands um, and, like, flip through the other pages. So you open up the book, and you can feel the presence that this book has and the connection that it has to the entity that you have just created a connection with. You feel a slight tingle in your new legs, and you are somehow able to feel a similar tingle that is running throughout the pages of this book. Like I'm connected to this book? That would be a good guess. And then on the other pages, are there like other spells slash chants slash mantras? So this is the Book of Bone. Hmm. So you first open up the book to the page that had been uh, bookmarked with like the piece of ribbon that is within the binding of the book. Uh, and then you start to flip to some of the other pages and you try to read those and you find that you are not able to. Um, you're not able to understand what you see in front of you. You're not able to discern if this is because it's a different language if, or if it is just something that you're having trouble reading. It's just something that you don't understand. Okay. As you flip through the pages trying to find something that you do understand, you see a blank page. And as you stare at it, text begins to appear, and you hear a voice within your mind as the text appears. Skyler. Me being spooked, uh, quickly slam the book shut and decide to run back to, uh, where's everyone? Ned's house? I'll go to Ned's house. Okay. Um, and you were like moving around the forest enough yesterday and there might be like the faintest bit of your tracks still out here that you can see, um. So you start running along those, and you head in the direction of Ned's home. So, Ben and Miles. I'm ready. You just woke up, and the 16-bit igloo that you had been staying the night in uh, disappeared. There was a Bigfoot who freaked out upon you coming out of this... 16-bit igloo that was in the middle of its forest and uh, started running. He's um, heading away from you. He's about like 30 feet away and is uh, similar to the chase that Ned and Skylar had the day before is just like bobbing and weaving in between the trees and like he keeps looking back at you and you see just the biggest footprints going away from you. I mean, it feels weird to just let Bigfoot run away, right? But also, but like, is that how do we even deal right with now? that, man? How do we even deal with 
Bigfoot. Didn't didn't Ned and Skylar say they saw it earlier? Yeah, I think so. Like, I, if Ned couldn't catch it, I don't think we can. Well, and it just feels like there are very few times in life where you can run into a Bigfoot and not feel like you need to chase it. But I think now is one of those times because I think um, maybe we need to get back to the others and tell them about um, <clears throat> how bad our night was. So as as you all were talking, I uh, kept running, but he stopped at a tree like a hundred feet away from you probably and just like is sort of peeking back around the backside of it. And if you if, if you didn't know that the Bigfoot was there... You would have a hard time seeing it. It would just be like, you would assume that the little tuft of its head was just like a knot on the tree. So you're like, okay, sure. Yeah, this Bigfoot could be creeping on me at any point in time and I would have no idea. Maybe we just need to tell Ned to start going out and taking just scatter shots of the of the woods and then maybe he'll maybe he'll just accidentally take a picture of the Bigfoot. Yeah, I mean... Uh, I'm I'm sure there are pictures out there that exist already. Miles uh, raises his voice and, "Hey, do you, do you live around here or uh, are you just passing through?" So as you were talking, he had moved up one tree back closer and was peeking around that one. And but when you yelled, he like moved back to the other tree that he was hiding behind originally. <laughs> we're in the morning, right? This is the next. Yeah, morning. yeah. Okay. The sun is out now, and um, all of the animals that had been uh, pursuing you the night before are no longer around. Got it. Well, I mean, you're wise for your age, kid. I think we should just leave it alone. Ah, I'm wise, huh? That's right. I um, read a lot of books. You sure do. And I, I pat him on the back. Miles is all hoity-toity about how he is. <laughs> He's a wise kid. <laughs> Might you know, have to take an extra point ben of sharp next time he levels up. <laughs> ben mm. being a whole 10 years older than Miles <laughs> at the, the wise age of 19. Um, <laughs> well, I, okay, I don't wise think, ones, where are you going? <laughs> I, I don't think it wants to... I think it's... I think it has its own agenda right now. I think we should just head back. Uh, yeah, I I totally agree. We should go back to the house. Your house or the the we need to come up with a name for the for the group house. But I guess Well, they're at the Roswell house, aren't they? Maybe we should go back there. Oh. Is that where they were headed? I I was really tired when they were discussing that and I wasn't really paying attention. Hmm. Well, that's where they stayed. I don't know if, uh, uh, meta aside, did we agree to meet back at their normal house? At the group house? I uh, don't think we made any I agreements. I think that your plan had been to, um, in the morning, like, drive back over with your car that you probably own, Ben. Right, okay. Did it ever yeah. get fixed after Abel, like, ripped the, like, carburetor out or whatever? Was that my car? That was... Yeah, I don't think that was... Um, I don't think we've ever established before this point that I own a car, but I probably do. I don't think... Hello, everyone. This is Editor Kenneth. 
So instead of making you listen to five minutes of us being not sure if Ben has a car or not, I will summarize my research. Episode two, I said that Ben doesn't have a car, but we now give Ben a car because it doesn't make sense that Ben did not have a car. It's just just a, just a weird continuity error. It's not a, not a big deal. It, past Kenneth should have been better about understanding it, and past Kenneth also was not as good at editing it. But to summarize the conversation of vehicles, Anya's car broke down in episode one uh, at the foot of Benji's home due to mysterious circumstances. Some sort of sabotage had occurred. Deputy Hopper had a vehicle that had uh, one of Abel's lances thrown through the back of it. And the other vehicle that they had been getting around in uh, in the earliest episodes was uh, Ned's mother's car. And Ned was totally, and Ned was totally old enough to drive it. Don't worry about it. Definitely knew what he was doing. Definitely had a license, for sure. But anyway, yeah, Ben has a car. Enjoy the rest of the episode. It just makes sense that people would have cars. Yeah, you know? especially in like, why Piedmont, Missouri. Yeah. Yeah. There's like nothing to do at your homes. So yeah. that is a good point. This is rural Missouri. Don't we all have yeah. trucks or something? <laughs> or tractors. I, <laughs> I think that everyone, back. like if you live in a society, you have car. <laughs> Which we do. We do live in a society. <laughs> we live, live in, in a society. <laughs> Anyway, to get back on track. Yes, so Ben and Miles, are you then going back to Ben's home? Or are you going to try to go like just through the forest and go to Ned's house? I think, okay, do we, was it close enough? We walked there last night, right? So. Yeah, Um. I'll say that like it's going to be the same amount of time either way that you go. Um. Just like for you to walk back to the house um and then drive over there versus just walking from where you're at right now to Ned's house you didn't walk too far away but it's also like not that far of a walk away from Ned's place right um okay we well we just spent all night outside so maybe we should drive <laughs> and i don't yeah, think it really matters clean how we get up. there but if we yeah. have a car that might be a good uh, yeah. secret tool we'll use later <laughs> yeah so, so yeah we'll, let's we'll take let's, let's just head back to benji's and hop in the car maybe grab some grab some waffles while we're there or something yeah i'm sure i'm sure ben has some egos in his uh in his freezer i was about to say egos but i didn't want to i didn't want to get too close to stranger things uh IP. <laughs> okay Hello everyone, your keeper Kenneth is here for a very quick mid-roll today. No new patrons, no new reviews on Podchaser, but one new review on Apple Podcasts from Kurt the Don. Uh, they say, an amazing SCP podcast, given a five-star review. I have recently gotten into the SCP world and found a new love for tabletop games and strongly recommend this podcast to newcomers and fans of the amazing SCPs the writers have created. P.S. Love the character Skylar and can't wait to see how she plays out later. I'm also incredibly excited with how her character's been developing and thank you for leaving the review. Thank you, as always, to Michael Winton for the music, and let's get you right back into that episode. Have have fun. Yeah, so you start heading back to Travel Ben's montage. home. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
you start heading back. Uh, ben, did you close the front door? Um, like when I left to go find Miles, yes. I'm sure I yes. did. Okay, just ben wasn't sure. raised in a barn. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm not just gonna leave my house open. I, I, rural Missouri, are you locking your front door? Uh, that's a great question. Yeah. Um, well, like this doesn't no matter. I'm just genuinely curious. Oh <laughs> uh, well, like if he were not, well, I guess that depends if he has his keys on him. I have to imagine um, you're chasing down your beloved Miles, a uh, <laughs> sweet boy that you must protect, and yeah. you can't take time to think about locking the door. Yeah, I think that um, I think that the door is closed but not locked. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. There's nothing bad that happens from this, but, you know, information for the future. Right. Uh, for when I do have a held failure against you. <laughs> yeah, because, like, I, I think he would need his keys, and I don't think he would have thought to to bring his keys with him. Okay. Uh, so you head on back, and uh, you go through the front door since it's unlocked, and you're like, ah, I got to go lock that now. Um, so you head on in, and the phone is ringing. Uh, I go pick it up. Uh, hello? Uh, hello? Yes, hello? Do you know how many times I've called? I, I've been not at home. Who is this? It's Mr. Clark. Um, why were you not at home? There was an issue with... I was two seconds away from driving over there. I'm sorry, I had to deal with an issue. It came up. Okay, I'm sorry. I've just been up all night. Um, is everything okay? Do you, do you need me to come over there? Yeah, we're fine. We were about to make our way over to you guys. Okay, um, Abel's here making pancakes, I guess, <laughs> and, uh, we'll see you in a bit then. Okay, yeah. On our way. Okay, bye. Click. So... Should I not tell him about what happened last night? I like, don't get me wrong. I'm totally okay with keeping secrets from Mr. Clark. Um, <laughs> but just so we're clear. We'll just, we'll just say what happened. Okay. Okay. You just, you're acting real weird on the phone there, not telling him what was going on. So I just want to make sure. I mean, I just didn't want to explain everything over the phone. That's okay. That, that's that's really fair. Because then when we get there, we'd have to tell it again. No one likes telling stories twice, right? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> that broke me out of character. It's <laughs> pretty good. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, just easier that way. Okay, uh, that works. Just want to make sure we're on the same page. Yeah. Uh, we'll should just... we tell Ned about the Bigfoot, or is he going to be disappointed? Well, uh... we'll figure that. We'll figure it out later. I don't care. Yeah. Um, sounds like we don't have to grab the Eggos though. So, uh, let's yep. get some pancakes. Yep, pancakes. Let's do it. And we we go. So we cut back over to Ned. Then you wake up and um, yeah, and uh, Mister Clark said he was going to sleep. If I recall correctly. Yeah. Don't worry about it. That son of a gun. Um, I think that Ned tried to sleep 
over the night, but maybe was a little less successful than he would have hoped. Uh, the amount of tossing and turning, images flashing in his mind of all the things that have happened over the past few days. It's been a long time since he's been... Actually, it's not been a long time. <laughs> it's been a very short time since he's last been at his house in his bed. It's been, what, two nights? It probably has felt like a very long time. It has um, felt like a very long time. And mm-hmm. the 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 kind of juxtaposition of normal normalcy with the strangeness of the past few days makes for a really fitful sleep. Gotcha. So at some point, um, like early in the morning, as you see the sun starting to peek in, you hear like the front door open and the beginning of clanking of something in the kitchen. Um, And throughout the night, you've heard just like uh, Mr. Clark just like talking in a low voice um, and like clacking on his keyboard over various things that he's been trying to look into uh, over the night. Um, so just at some point, uh, you get up and, uh, very groggily enter into uh, the living room area. Um, as you step into the living room, uh, Mr. Clark is hanging up the phone, um, and just groggily looks over to you and you groggily look back and it's just a groggy understanding of no sleep was had on this night. A subtle nod. A subtle nod. Um, and you can see that. Abel is uh, in the kitchen actively making pancakes um, and Lucas uh, follows behind you and just like stretches and yawns and like, mm-hmm. wow I slept surprisingly well um, wow yeah Ned your mom's bed is extremely comfortable I'm very happy for you oh uh, someone needs their coffee um Abel's okay that's fine um are Ben and Miles coming over soon um I just got off the phone with Ben I'd been calling for hours uh they must have slipped in um they're gonna leave shortly and they'll be on their way yeah um Abel did you make any coffee uh Abel like has on your mother's apron ned what would your mother's apron say (laughs) what would my mother's apron say maybe it's your father's apron did he like to cook as a hobby maybe it's my father's apron i think my my mother was the uh the cook of the family when cooking got Mm. done so there's a there's a lobster on it and it was a memento from the one time that they took a vacation together uh, down to the uh, to the Gulf of Mexico. And when they were at the the condo that they rented for the week, they uh, bought this they bought this apron for her to have when she was cooking in the future. Hmm. I thought this was leading to just the best um, red lobster joke ever, but this is much sweeter. <laughs> <laughs> So it's all worn and frayed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Abel has d- treated it gently, uh, but has gotten a bit of like flour and stuff on it. And he uh, carries a couple cups of coffee um, to the table and just like 
sets down the pot like completely full with it and comes back and sets down like a huge stack of pancakes and just well you're welcome oh <laughs> yeah thanks mm. Mm. ned takes the uh the coffee pot and pours himself a glass and then there's like the uh the little uh, like clay pot of sugar and Ned just takes it and kind of dumps in half of the sugar container into the coffee <laughs> and stirs around the sludge that it has become. Mr. Clark takes his black. <laughs> <laughs> I have to imagine Mr. Clark is like horrified by this. <laughs> like, he feels like the kind no, of he's... person that would hate that. <laughs> he's not awake enough to realize That's or else he fair. probably would be. <laughs> He's just focused on his own warm cup of coffee. Um, Lucas is standing like close to the door and is just sort of nervously looking at where Skylar's legs are still sitting. Um, so elephant in the room, huh? Uh, Mr. Clark, did you... Did you figure out if this is an issue? Yeah. I um I called Bright last night. Um the legends of the Mononongol say that there does need to be the legs that go back to yes, um, but... what happens if the well, she ain't here and it's morning and the legs are still there? They die. <coughs> I I tried to go out last night and find her. Um, I couldn't. I. They, hopefully, the myth is wrong. We'll we'll look for her this morning. Did you say they die? Yeah. You you didn't wake me to help search. I, I, I mean, I did, it's what I, I do. I know these woods. I maybe could have found her. We didn't know what condition she was in. She flew off and was feral. I didn't want to put the rest of you at risk. But she could be dead now. She could have killed you. <sighs> We're in the business of trying to save lives out here. We're in the business of making hard decisions, Ned. Well, I guess it was the decision you made. And I'll own it. Well, um, once Ben and Miles get over, then we can organize a search party. We'll, we'll figure this out. Ned puts his hand on his forehead, his coffee cup in the other hand, and walks away from the table and out the front door just stands out there you see uh ben and miles then uh pull up to the front door in uh what what kind of car would you have been i think um well it was in the shop yeah some sort of kia we'll say a kia sportage an old one uh 08 i guess kia sportage sure yeah somewhere in the mid thousands sure mid thousands um so you 
uh, both roll up and you see Ned is standing outside and uh, has a warm cup of coffee and just sort of waves to you. He looks distressed. <laughs> uh, I park the car and get out. Hey, uh, Ben, Miles, uh, uh, good, to, good to see you again. Um, I think Ben looks as groggy as everybody else. Because again, they slept outside all night. Um, <clears throat> so I walk up to Ned. Uh, hey Ned, how's everything going here? Is everything fine? Did Skylar come back? Oh, uh, I was I was gonna ask you the same question actually. Uh, no, no, we haven't seen her. And you know what else is? Uh, we we brought her legs back you know the it fell off all that whenever she goes into transformation thing whatever whatever that is uh-huh. we we brought those back so that she could come back in the morning and uh you you know you know what else else uh mr clark told me they did some foundation research whatever these she's uh the mononongle right i i think so yeah yeah uh apparently if uh, the sun comes up and they don't have the legs, that's it for them. You mean, like, permanently? They die. Ugh. She's gone? If the legends are true. I hey, think, but, I think uh, Miles is kind of shell-shocked right now. Hey, uh... uh Look, kid, though, you know, we've we seen a lot of stuff that, that goes against the legends. You know, like uh, that the, the Bigfoot that uh, me and her saw yesterday. God, me and her just yesterday. Um, that it wasn't, it wasn't nothing like the legends say. And the, uh, the, the Wendigo, that's, that's all wrong from what the Foundation says, too. If the foundation say she's dead, it it don't mean she's dead. Yeah, yeah. The the foundation got Wendigos wrong. It, it, they they probably got Mononongles wrong too. That 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 that's a good point. We we should go out and find her. Yeah. 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 We should. Let's uh, let's let's go inside though. I I bet you guys are hungry. Sleeping in like Mister Clark said. Is that what he told you? Sleeping in? Uh, yeah. In an oh. igloo, maybe. In an igloo? It's the middle of summer. It's like 93 degrees out. Where'd you get fall. an igloo? <laughs> Wait, it's fall? It is fall. Uh, yeah. it, has been, it has been fall for the whole, the whole campaign. Oh, yeah. Isn't it like We September? started on September 17th yeah. or something. And ah, now it's like I think it's like the 20th, maybe still. Wow. <laughs> That's my fault. Oh, yeah. Hang on. We got a new date now. That's great. <laughs> Time passing. I, I still don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's the middle of fall. There's not going to be snow for a while yet. Where'd you guys get an igloo? Yeah, let's just go inside. We'll explain it to everyone. Ah, uh, right. You don't want to have to tell a story twice. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I have to keep every single one of those in now. 
I had to. It was perfect. <laughs> oh my god. Um. Okay. Um. So you get in. Uh. Lucas has already thrown on his shoes because he saw you all driving up, and he's like, I- "I'm ready. All right. We we should go and find Skylar. Um. You, uh, I, I guess who wants to maybe grab the legs? There, there's pancakes. Abel made a bunch again. Yeah. Let's. And it's take coffee. It take a second please okay i'll take my shoes back off got got too excited i'm i'm kind of with lucas i i mean what what okay we need to make this decision now because i'm like i just unlaced one of them (laughs) (laughs) um i mean i mean skylar we can't go out we need to get out there now right we're not going to be any help to her if we pass out from low blood sugar in the middle of the forest. So at least okay, grab one. Grab a pancake and go. <laughs> yeah. Lucas is slowly untying and retying his shoe <laughs> as you t- are talking back and forth. <laughs> we can't leave yeah. her out there. Has anybody seen Twalk Twalk? That's a great Have question. Have we seen Twalk Twalk? <laughs> Twalk Twalk is in Skylar's backpack at all times, is my yes. assumption. Yes. Yes. Does the does the backpack like meld with her form? Well, I'm just a torso, so like yeah. Would they with, would uh, the backpack be with her legs or with her top half? Well, probably with her top half. Yeah, probably with the top half. Right. That that makes <laughs> sense, I guess. Yeah. I'm more worried about how when she sprouts wings, what are the, where does the backpack? How does that shift the backpack around? <laughs> it is conveniently designed for my yeah. wings. Uh, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got, it like tapers like at the slot. top. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's got an extra slot. There's just like through holes in the backpack <laughs> for wings to go through. Um. Okay. So talk, talk to Skylar, but. That's just even more reason we need to go find Skylar right now. We could lose Twalk Twalk. Yeah, okay. Just, Miles, eat a pancake, for God's sake, before we go. Miles just shoves an entire pancake into his <laughs> left cheek, and he's, like, kind of sucking on it. And he's like, <laughs> all right, oh let's go. It, it's light and fluffy, but Abel growls at you, eat slower. <laughs> oh, my God. I grab three and start taking some bites out of them. So uh, Lucas has then tied the last shoe and is (laughs) heading toward the back door. It's a sliding door and he opens it and Skylar is walking up through the woods toward the home. She is running to... Yeah, (laughs) I guess you did say you're running. Skylar is running toward the house from the middle of the woods. Miles looks out the door, looks back, mouth agape, looks back out the door, looks back at Ben. Mission complete! Where did you get other legs? Skylar is running full force at all of you and is yelling, Where are my legs? Has anybody seen my legs? Where are my legs? Uh, Legs in here, but... She has a book in her arms, you see. Ned is rushing forward. Is someone carrying the legs right now? Legs in hand. (laughs) Legs in hand. (laughs) 
how are you going to put the legs on when you got other legs? Where did you, who did you, I, you, you, I, you, 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 I don't know. I, I just, where, okay, where are my first pair of legs? I just need to figure out what's happening here. Ned is. Skylar, as you get up to the back door, Abel pushes Lucas out of the way, has pulled a sword through a portal in thin air, and is pointing it at you. Whoa. Uh, Whoa. Hey, what are you doing? Drop the book. What? Drop it. Oh, okay. I drop the book. Abel slowly tiptoes toward it. Uh, sword still pointed at the book, not at you. Abel, what's up? Where did you find it, and what did you do? I... Uh, okay, so you remember that big, weird circle of animals? There was this pedestal, and... No, I... I don't keep tabs on everything you run into. Okay, 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 okay. I I don't know. I, I got onto this pedestal, and I was a little delirious, and I, I felt like, I don't know. I, I felt this pull towards it, and I saw this book on this pedestal, and uh, there were some words on in the book, and I thought I had to say them, and I did, and uh, then I brought the book back with me. Well, then it's too late. He drops the sword uh, out of his hand, and it falls into a portal, walks back inside, and continues making pancakes. Um, Abel... <laughs> Too late for what, exactly? Yeah, what? what's too late? Whether you meant to or not, you're now connected to a god. A... He motions generally to the tattoos that are strewn across the surface of his skin. Welcome to the club. Um... Skylar, are you okay? Uh... Ned extends his arms, which are holding her legs, <laughs> towards Skylar. <laughs> I can just imagine Daniel doing this. Just oh, you're. I'm actually. I wish I had my camera on right now. <laughs> I'm doing the <laughs> <a> motion. <laughs> uh, Skylar is really trying to process what's going on and she just takes her legs back and hugs them to her chest and is also very shocked at this moment. I will say that the legs don't look like they are um, decomposing in any way. They just sort of look like they would if they were on you normally. Sort of how your current legs now look. So she's they got a set of burner legs. That's great. <laughs> I'm I'm not sure what's happening here. Maybe we should all uh go and powwow around some pancakes. Yeah. Skyla, I I think we've got some things to tell you. Mr. Clark and I. Okay. Uh Yeah, best to go inside. We don't want to have to tell the story twice. 
God damn it. <laughs> All right, he's left. <laughs> so you all head inside. Um, Mr. Clark expresses uh, pleasant surprise at uh, you being here and alive and having now a second pair of legs. And takes some notes down and uh, begins. <laughs> a spare set of legs. <laughs> can the legs please be in their own seat just <laughs> <laughs> at, at the table yes. yes yes um so he begins preparing other notes uh that he was able to collect throughout the night of research and um you all gather around and start to chow down on some pancakes and we will see where your conversation leads next time All content relating to the SCP Foundation, including the SCP Foundation logo, is licensed under the Creative Commons Sharealike 3.0, and all concepts originate from the SCP Wiki and its authors. Please see scp-wiki.net for all the original content. For all SCPs used and referenced within our episodes, please see our page on the SCP Foundation Wiki. You can find us at scp-wiki.net slash scp-play-podcast-hub, which is also linked on our anchor page. Thank you to Michael Winton for all the music that we use in our show, and thank you for listening.